Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. They have to focus on our failures in order for them to be right. And so we're used to it out there, and yet we still maintain our resiliency. And I'll tell you, San Francisco's a special place. <laughs> You serious? Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. We're already begun to secure fair pricing clauses and contracts for new COVID vaccines, three new COVID vaccines. How about no? DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly, uh, and the fact that there are concerns that that book. Mr. Chambers! Don't get on that ship. Rest of the book to serve men. It's, it's a cookbook. Which is supposed to be used potentially to shut down companies or turn off the internet. Or... It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. We are now joined by President Donald J. Trump live. And uh, this may be his first time on Newsmax, too, the the new uh, upgraded Newsmax service. He's been on the show many times. Welcome, uh, President Trump, to Newsmax, too, and the Howie Carr Radio Network. Hello, Howie. Good to be with you. You're going to be in. Uh, you're going to be in New Hampshire tomorrow at uh, UNH in uh, in Dartmouth, right? And right. at uh, excuse yeah in uh, yeah in uh, at, not at Dartmouth at UNH in Durham, New Hampshire. Excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. Are are uh, your your daughter uh, your daughter-in-law Lara, Lara said this week on Newsmax that uh, she was asked would would you consider Nikki Haley as your running mate in uh, 2024? And she said never say never. Would, would you really consider well, Nikki that, Haley? That's an interesting. Uh, that's an. Is- I, I wouldn't right now. I'm not even thinking about that. Uh, I've always gotten along with Nikki, but I think you know what she did was. Uh, I would never run against the president. He was a great president, and all of that. And then, you know, a year, two years later, she just oh, I guess I'll run. Uh, and hasn't picked up much steam. You know, they say surge, but the one that's surging is us because. I went up 10 points, and she went up three, and DeSantis went down. So that's not much of a surge, although it is a surge against him. He's uh, doing very poorly, actually. So never say never to uh, to, to picking Nikki as your running mate, or, or would you say never? Well, look, I think it's unlikely because, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's unlikely. Uh, we have uh, some things in common and some things we don't have in common, and some of those things are pretty important. We have... Uh, Obviously, it's a mine is a campaign of common sense. We want strong borders. We got to have our borders back. We have to have elections. We have to have a strong and powerful elections that are honest, as opposed to what we've had. We've had, you know, we're like a third world country. Uh, we have things in common. We have things that uh, I probably wouldn't agree with her very much on. But we have a lot of great candidates. That's one thing. I don't think about it too much. I have to tell you, but we have a lot of great candidates. Will Governor Sununu be joining you on the stage in uh, Durham tomorrow? I hope not. I mean, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'm going there, but I, I certainly would hope not. I'm not a big fan. 
I never have been a fan. I liked his father. You know, his father was very much against me. He was really vicious. And uh, then as soon as I won, he went exactly the opposite. He went from the worst to one of the best, actually. Now, I haven't spoken to him for a long time. I don't know how active he is right now. But, uh, no, I think Sununu ought to get on the ball. You know, he could have been a U.S. senator. And instead, he ran for president. Now, he ran without announcing it, but he ran for president. And he went all over the place and worked hard, and he got zero, actually zero. I was beating him in New Hampshire by, like, 94 points or something. (laughs) And he wasn't exactly doing well. But you could see he was running, but it takes courage to run. It does. It takes courage to announce. I mean, even all these guys that they run, some of them shouldn't be running. Christie shouldn't be running. He's, you know loser known loser he's a guy who he got out of new jersey at nine percent approval rating and ada hutchinson as i call him ada ada hutchinson shouldn't be running he's at zero he's still running i think somebody said he's still running and he said he's been at zero howie for the last six months and uh you know it's you think it'd have a little more self-respect than run but but you know it takes a certain amount of courage to run and Sununu could have been a senator. We would have had the majority. I tried to get him to be a senator. If he would have run now, I don't think he's electable in New Hampshire, actually. And, no. uh, you know, then he backs Nikki. And Nikki is uh, about 50 points down, not, you know, not uh, doing particularly well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. They talk about the Nikki surge, but she went up three points against him, not against me. And I went up 10 points. Yeah. And they talk about the uh, desanctimonious bounce. So he's got a bounce and she's got a surge, but not against me. It's against each other. Uh, but he never had the bounce, and she's only got a little bit of a surge against him. I guess she's a little bit up uh, above him in some states now. Well, let me ask you about Jack Smith, the special counsel. What is he yeah. trying to do? He's, I call him deranged. He's yes, trying to. Yeah. He jumps the the uh, appellate court and he wants to go straight to the Supreme Court. What, is he is he just trying to to try you during the campaign next year? Yeah, it's election interference. Uh, it's a nonsense case. Total election interference. And they could have brought this case three years ago, Howie. In other words, this is a case that nobody thought they were going to bring. If you go back and check your records, you're going to see that everybody said, well, this is not a case that you could bring. And, you know, what? my words were peacefully and patriotically. And you look at Maxine Waters, you look at the Democrats, the way they speak about things, and you'll see some vicious statements. I said peacefully and patriotically. I have some incredible tweets. At that time, it was tweets. Now everything's about truth to me. I, you know, I, we have truth, which is great. I hope your people all go to truth. I hope, though, because that's my, you know, that's what I go, that's what I go with. They want me back on X, as they call it now, but uh, Truth has been fantastic. It's been a great, it's been a great way of getting the message out. So I hope your people are all. I'm glad you mentioned. Truth, uh, truth I'm social. glad you mentioned social media because there's this guy anonymous, the guy that made all these uh, spurious charges against you when you were president. His right. name is Miles Taylor. You you right. you heard it in the intro. He he now is talking about this doomsday book that they have, and you you could use the doomsday book to shut down social media. And you know, I mean, you're the one who's been thrown off social media. They and now they're saying you're gonna shit, you're gonna do to them what they did to you. And there are all these crazy accusations that you so know. Let me tell you about Miles Taylor. I have no idea who he is. He has this. Uh, he was somehow in one of the agencies. I've read about him. I've seen his name. 
I have no idea. I'm sure I've had meetings with him where, you know, he was in the room with a lot of other people. But I have no idea who he is. And, you know, he's a lightweight. I, I watch him. He did this anonymous, which he should be sued for, frankly. And, you know, Bill Barr should have sued him. Uh, but uh, I still have the right to do that, by the way, because you have a long-term statute of limitations. But I have no idea who this guy is. I don't recognize him. Uh, I don't like him. He's made money by, you know, uh, pretending like he's right at my uh, right at my elbow. And I heard he was a grossly incompetent guy within the administration. He didn't do much. But uh, I don't know much about him. I don't know much about him. What I've learned is after I left, not you know, not before I left, he spent very little time with me that I know of. Now, again, you know, I have meetings with a lot of people in rooms, and they have people sitting in the fourth row and the third row and the second row in crowded rooms. And, uh, right. you know, but but uh, I think it's a disgrace. I think it's a disgrace. What, what do you what do you think when you hear these people say, I think it was Morning Joe Scarborough said, you were going to you were going to execute people if you came back. I mean, the the further they get down in the polls, the the more extreme and inflammatory this rhetoric is. Well, Morning Joe, you know, I used to be very close to him in the sense of uh, broadcasting. I used to do a show all the time, 2016. And uh, if you take a look at his ratings, it's almost not worthwhile doing now. But if you, uh, you know, when you look at where, I don't know, he's supposed to be a Republican. He doesn't seem like a Republican to me. But, uh, no, they, they, it's so much false information. It's misinformation and disinformation. There is a slight difference, by the way. But the, the stuff that people put out, put out by the Democrats, it's incredible. MSDNC is probably worse than CNN, if you want to know the truth. And they're both doing poorly. You know, what, what are you going to do? Uh, and I, we got to, again, last hour, people were asking, you know, what are you going to do to make sure the election is, uh, is fair and, in 2024? You're, you're way ahead in all the polls now, but what does it matter yep. if— if there's another problem like 2020. Howie, they cheat like dogs. That's what they do. They cheat like hell. And it's been exposed through me. I mean, I'm the one that exposed it. This has been going on before me. But there's never been a time that they cheated more than this. Now, you look at what happened in 2016, and we got them by surprise. And they cheated in 2016, but... Not enough. They had no idea that many people were going to come out and vote. You remember that. And we got them by surprise. But what they did, and we have it, what they did in, in 2020 was, was ridiculous. They used COVID to cheat. The way you win is you swamp them. But if you don't think they're going to cheat again, they're going to try. But it's going to be much harder. We have a lot of safeguards that nobody even thought about in 2020. And you got to remember... I went out and campaigned and did a good job. I got almost 75 million votes that they agreed to. Okay, that's that they agreed to. I got more. And there's no way Biden got that number, and I have all sorts of things, and we can go through it. And you know what? Even if you don't go through uh, ballot stuffing and all of the more traditional ways of cheating, what they did with the FBI, Twitter, what they did with the 51 intelligence agents, what they did with legislatures, where they didn't get approval from legislatures, which made it illegal what they did, uh, extended voting, uh, so many different things, they cheat. And it, I do get that question. I get two questions the most. How do you take it? That's one. 
And the other one is, will they do it again, sir? Will they do it again? Because a, a vast majority of people think that the election was a rigged election. You know, people can say what they want, but a vast majority of the American public. And you can't have open borders where millions of people come through without anybody, not without knowledge of who they are. And you can't have crooked elections. Well, you're not going to have a country any longer. And we have very good safeguards. You know, when I campaigned in 2020 and in 2016, I did six or seven rallies those final days. I remember. A few people could have done that. But I'd do six and seven. I'd go from Florida to Iowa to different, all over the country. And I'd do six. I I don't think, and these were big rallies. These were full rallies. They were incredible. Yeah. And if you, if you, Howie, if you take a look at that, and then I went home and I said, oh, good, I'll watch it on television. Well, in 2016, it was a very pleasant experience. But in 2020, I was winning all over the place. And then all of a sudden, it's like it started to disappear. And you could practically see what was going on. And they said, we're not going to let that happen again. We are watching them very closely, but they're going to try to cheat, Howie. They're going to try and cheat. There's no question about it. One, one last question. To swamp them. One last question. Cornell Cornell West said uh, yesterday that uh, he's not he's a third party candidate. He said he he's not sure he's going to be running against Joe Biden in 2024. What do you think at this point? You 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 watch him day to day. Right now, do you think Joe Biden can can run for president again next year? I would say it's uh, more unlikely than not. I think it's I think it's uh, something. I just don't see it. And maybe he will and I wish him luck, but uh, I just see the answers he gives or the answers he doesn't give. I see the way he walks from a helicopter 22 yards to the front door of the White House, and it's not looking good. So I don't see it. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have said this a while ago. I wouldn't have said it out of respect for the office. But now I say it because he indicted me, in my opinion, illegally. What he did with with that, he's weaponized our country and he's destroying our country in every way, including from the standpoint of weaponization. So now I'll say what's, you know, I'll say what's on my mind. Politico Uh, says he's the worst president in history, worst in history. And I think he's the most incompetent. It it was reported that Hunter Biden is saying that if you're reelected, he's going to flee the country. What would you suggest Hunter Biden do? Oh, I think he should flee the country if he if he feels that way. No, I think you know how many people said that last time and nobody left. You know, I heard it from I heard it from Sher, I heard it from Barbara Streisand, I heard it from lots of people. Nobody left. All they did is get a tax cut from me. You know, they probably didn't leave because I got them the biggest tax cut in history. Okay, that's probably why they didn't leave. No, but I heard that. No, I would think that Hunter should leave the country if he feels that way. All right, Mr. President. One one last thing. Can you sum up Bidenomics in one sentence for us? Inflation and just a disaster, a mess, a debt all over the place. We have a country that that has that has we don't know what we're doing. We're giving away trillions and trillions of dollars to other countries. We're like a laughing stock all over the world. But the biggest word I can say is inflation. Inflation and incompetence. If you take a look at what happened and the kind of money that we lost, and just unrelated to this, but a little bit related, look at Afghanistan, the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country, what they did there, including giving away $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world that I bought. 
It's a dis- it's just a disgrace what's happening in our country. But Bidenomics, inflation, and just so sad to see what they've done to the wallets of people. Very, very sad. Mr. President, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, good luck in uh, Durham, New Hampshire tomorrow. I'll give my best to uh, Caroline Levitt when you see her. Oh, she's doing a great job. She's fantastic, and I look forward to it. And I'll see you soon, Howie. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That's Donald J. Trump. If you want to fight inflation, the best way to do it is to buy Omaha Steaks. They've got a great deal going on right now, and it makes a great Christmas gift for anyone on your list, or it makes a great gift for yourself. The holidays are here, and Omaha Steaks will take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make your spirits bright and your recipients' uh, spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Howie at checkout, you will get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Howie at checkout. It's a great deal. Again, President Trump's talking about inflation. Beat inflation. Get 50% off at Omaha Steaks, and with the promo code, you get another $30 off. It's a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide right now, plus use promo code Howie at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. I'm Howie Carr. There are many theories as to why Howie is such a cheapskate. The most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Okay, how is not as big on holiday traditions as some people? Most enduring traditions of the season are best enjoyed in the warm embrace of kith and kin. The three are the symbol of the spirit of the Griswold family Christmas. The Howie Car Show is back. We went long, obviously, on that segment with President Trump. Always a pleasure to talk to him. And uh, we, we don't have a lot of time left here before the uh, hard break at the bottom of the hour, but we will definitely uh, be taking your calls at 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242 as soon as, uh, as soon as we get through this break. So hang on, everybody, 844-500-4242, and we'll take your calls on, uh, on what President Trump said and uh, Nikki Haley and the vice presidential uh, nomination and uh, the uh, Wu Klux Klan Christmas party in the city of Boston. All this and more coming up on the Howie Carr Show. Eight four and we'll check out and see how the poll question is coming along. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr.
from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. And, of course, uh, President Trump will be in New Hampshire, Durham, New Hampshire, at UNH tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. And the the speech will be carried live on Newsmax, as uh, all all of his speeches always are. It's the only place you can watch his, uh, his speeches, especially the ones on the weekend. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. Always good to talk to him. He, 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 he left himself a little wiggle room on Nikki Haley, but I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it in there. 844-500-4242. And, uh, you know, I, I just I, I don't understand how, how, uh, how he deals with it. I, I mean, I, I'd asked him the question about what he's going to do about uh, potential voter fraud in 2024. But the other one is... How, how does he put up with it? I mean, just the the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, as as Shakespeare said. I mean, how how does he's you know they're they're not they're they're after us. He's right about that too. They're after all of us. He's just in the way. And he's uh, Tucker Carlson used to say in 2016, you know, that people don't want to. You know, like evangelicals, they said, "How do they go with a guy like Trump?" The evangelicals, he said, "They don't want a they don't want a religious leader. They have, they have spiritual guides. They want a bodyguard, and that's what Trump is. That's what he was, and that's what he wants to be again." Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Alexander, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Alexander. You there? Hello? Nope. Guess not. Brian, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think Nikki's on the short list. I got a name for you. I got a name for you that you just seriously think about. Nobody's ever thought about. Next time you talk to about vice presidents is uh, Victor Hansen, Victor Davis Hansen. You know Victor Davis Hanson? I sure do. I sure do. He is. He's great. We've had him on the show before, uh, Brian. He's a uh, he, he's a real intellect, and uh, he's a he's a Cal- native Californian. He's seen what's happened to California. He writes about it with uh, passion and uh, clarity. And he's a farmer. And uh, he, yeah, he would be great. He, the only thing is, I think Brian, you need somebody a little younger, don't you? I mean, uh, they we we have to start developing uh, the next generation. Win it. Trump's going to win it on his own. Trump's going to win it. He just needs somebody that's loyal. Like the last one he had, uh, wasn't loyal, <laughs> and uh, and when people listen to the Victor, he you can trust him. He knows how to make the decisions. He's going to make a decision because he's going to do it on the history of this country and on what a good citizen is. And yeah. uh, so I just suggest yeah, yes, he's, he's really a uh, he's him, really but, a brilliant yeah. writer, and I I enjoy reading him whenever I uh, come across one of his pieces on the internet. Victor Davis Hanson. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. He used to be on a lot with uh, Tucker Carlson. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't watch much Fox anymore. But uh, he. he I, maybe he still is. But he's he's all over the internet. Thanks for the call. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Tony, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, Howie. Uh, I just wanted to call and say, you know, one of the reasons I don't think that Trump can pick Nikki Haley as a running mate is that he can't pick anyone that the deep state would want him uh, want more in office than him. I'd rather see somebody like, you know, Rand Paul or even Vivek 
just so he doesn't risk assassination, I suppose. Yeah, I know we don't we don't like to use that that word, but I mean uh, again, the uh, the 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 overheated rhetoric that's been used by the deep state over the last uh, couple of weeks. You know, this guy uh, Kagan that wrote this uh, story for the uh, Washington Post. I mean, it it was so so incendiary. The six thousand words, by the way. That's that's very long piece. Just ran on and on in the Washington Post. And it was so bad that uh, J.D. Vance, the senator from Ohio, said that, uh, you know, that this the the Secret Service or the federal government should investigate this. Uh, And, of course, the Washington Post said, well, we we support his thoughtful, his thoughtful commentary. And he was just he he was just basically saying that anything, uh, you know, anything must be done to stop Trump. I mean, it's it's not something you used to read in a. uh, it's not something you used to read anywhere, let alone a uh, what what was once considered a respectable newspaper. Thanks for the call, Tony. Uh, Jay, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, Howie, before I talk about the insanity of Secretary Austin, I just want to talk about Larry Moe and Curley. That, that would be Christie, DeSantis, and Haley. I mean, when I see their, their uh, rallies, they have well over 20 to 30 people there. <laughs> I mean, Trump's got 70,000. I mean, what is it that these people don't get? When is light going to dawn on Marblehead? You know, but... Uh, I don't, you know, I, w- I was Austin. talking to one of the people down here at Newsmax, and uh, he, he was he was saying he was, he, he, that he stays in touch with a lot of the Trump people. And he keeps saying, well, do, does anyone have a chance? And they, I mean, I don't think they're overconfident because that's the, that's the worst sin you could be in any part of life. But I, I think they just don't see any way that these these uh, other candidates, especially Haley and DeSantis, I mean, Christie's obviously a joke. They, I don't see how they can, uh, how they can dent his leads. It's like Trump says. I mean, you know, they say she's in a surge, but she, so she takes three points away from DeSantis and uh, it doesn't, and Trump still stays at 55, 60 percent. I'd like Huckabee's uh, hat in the ring, but that's another story. Yeah, I I think she would be pretty good. I think she would be a good uh, candidate. The uh, governor of of Arkansas, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, just elected. She she's loyal. She worked for him as the as the press secretary. I like uh, Byron Donalds too, the uh, congressman from Florida, the other uh, the the west coast of Florida. He's he's a very loyal guy, and he doesn't mind throwing a punch either. You know, you don't, you don't need these people that are just going to uh, you know fade away and uh, curl up into the fetal position like Mitt Romney or John McCain when they get a when they get attacked on the uh, on on the uh, uh, deep state run media networks. You don't need those kind of people. Thanks for the call, Jay. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Nauset Beach Inn. Right now, you can stay at the Nauset Beach Inn on Cape Cod for under $200 this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view room with two queen-sized beds, go to NaussetBeachInn.com. It's a hell of a deal and a hell of a place. That's NaussetBeachInn.com. Jared, what's the poll question? What are the... What are the uh, Uh, responses thus far today's poll question which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com is who would be more likely to shut down the internet joe biden or donald trump joe biden of course 
98% say Joe Biden. And oh, 2% wow. for Donald Trump. So I guess <laughs> Miles Taylor and his friends are voting. 844 <laughs> says Vivek for vice president. Uh, let's see. Kyle, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Kyle. Hi, Howie. Hey, I heard that earlier caller bring up the election integrity issues in Georgia. How come you never addressed all those shenanigans going on with the thumb drive? I, you know, I can't get into everything, Kyle, that's going on. I mean, there, there's all, there are all of these issues that are being raised in, in all of the states. They're, they're being litigated, and uh, I, I just don't – I know what you're saying. I, we, we try to discuss it generally, but it's, it's better at this point to uh, concentrate on, on stopping uh, any kind of uh, nonsense that's going on in uh, 2024. That's what's got to be done. And, and, you know, as Trump said just now, you heard him, you got to swamp him. I mean, even Chris Christie, as bad as he is, and we all can agree on that, he said uh, when he was first running, I think in 2009, the first time he won, he was running against an incumbent Democrat, and he said, we have to win this election by more than they can steal. That's what Chris Christie said. And, you know, now he's saying, oh, Trump shouldn't be talking about uh, election integrity. But that's I think that's the truth. Thanks for the thanks for the call, Kyle. Um, Bain, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bain. Yeah, I just was wondering about uh, Condoleezza Rice for a vice president. Where, Where is she and what's she up to? You know, I. You know, that's a good question. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Didn't she go back to Stanford University where she was a dean? She's very, very smart. She's She is very, very smart. And uh, and she, she's a uh, a concert-level pianist, too. And that's and that's something you... Not, there aren't too many stupid people that can play, uh, play a piano, especially play it well. She wanted to be the NFL commissioner at one point, didn't she? And I, I don't think that was in the cards. So I don't know. She's... I don't think she's too interested in it. I don't think she's too active in politics anymore. Thanks for the call, Bain. 844-500-4242. Arthur, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Arthur. Hey, Howie. Uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Same to you, Arthur. Uh, and happy Hanukkah to you. I, I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, once again, uh, uh, they say we are uh, God's chosen people, and as the old saying goes, can he choose somebody else once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, uh, you, you know, uh, that, uh, that uh, wonderful party that, uh, that, uh, that Michelle Wu gave uh, was a good way to keep Jews out of it because Jewish people are white. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing, I just tweeted it out. You know, Liz Miranda, we tweeted out this picture of all the people that were at the uh, Michelle Wu, uh, we call it the Wu Klux Klan Christmas party, no whites invited, at the uh, big city mansion on Beacon Hill. And uh, I, I didn't know it this until now, but Liz Miranda, the uh, the, the uh, state senator who was there, she's a an EOC, an elected of color, as they call it. Did you know Did you know what she said this week? Uh, what? Arthur? She said that what? Jews have, quote, amassed a lot of political and financial power in the United States. Yeah, it's really working out today. Yeah, she, uh, you know, <laughs> I, the, 
it's a, it's a, like there's three of them have been fined by the state ethics commission. One of the people at the party did 10 years as a drug trafficker, and now we find out that this woman is uh, the, uh, another state senator is going around uh, trading in uh, you know uh, ancient anti-Semitic tropes. Arthur, was there, what a, what a there, group! What a group the that is. That wasn't indicted. <laughs> <laughs> How come Diane Wilkerson wasn't there? <laughs> I don't know. No, Monica Cannon Grant wasn't there either. But her lawyer blew off a, a court appearance today in in uh, in, in uh, the Moakley Courthouse in in Boston. It's uh, all the uh, if, if you're indicted, you're invited. Apparently, thanks for the call, Arthur. And again, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, and Merry Christmas. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. What a cast of characters. I love all the Eden Pure heaters, and the staff here at Newsmax does too. Often they come to my office to borrow one of mine because it can get very chilly in here. I've made a lot of friends around in uh, Boca Raton with my Eden Pure heaters this uh, last couple of weeks. And now Eden Pure is extending their offer of $50 off the Gen 40 heater. For another week, you can pick up this stylish heater with one hand. For another week, for another week, they've extended the order, and you can always pick it up with one hand, whether it's this week or next week. It looks nice on your desk, end table, or even a bookshelf. You can keep your thermostat at a reasonable level when you have the Gen 40 heater in the room. During the Brandon era, we all need to save money. As you just heard President Trump talking about Bidenomics and inflation, he kept repeating that word: inflation, inflation. That's what. You, that's why you need the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 heater will help you with inflation. It features dual hybrid technology, which will reduce your heating bills. It combines infrared heat and convective heat to warm a room. Other heaters only use one form of heat and aren't nearly as effective as the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 fan setting will distribute the heat throughout your room quickly. This heater has no blades and is completely safe around kids and pets, which is good news for Roscoe, the Wonder Pug. Save $50 this week only with code HOWIE50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code HOWIE50 for the Gen 40 heater. This savings is off the already low sales price. Shipping is free. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. The Daily Mail just picked up the uh, the, the photo and uh, all of our rogues gallery of attendees at the uh, Wu Klux Klan uh, No Whites Need Attend Christmas Party. I'll tweet it out during the next break. We appreciate the uh, Daily Mail uh, as well. They came up with uh, some of the pictures of the the guests coming in. This was a totally legit event. They just happened to come in, you know, wearing hoodies and, you know, not not wanting to show their face. It looked like a mob funeral. 844-542-42. Mike, you're next. He wanted to talk about the Woo Christmas party, the the no whites need apply party, taxpayer at a taxpayer funded uh, building. Mike, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Howie, I mean, this is a blue state, right? I mean, so we got to cut her a little slack. I mean, would you really want to hang out at a Christmas party with a bunch of white, woke Democrats? I mean, hell no. I, going on. Oh, 
Oh, I don't. I, you no, know that. You know, Groucho Marx used to say, you know, he who would he wouldn't want to be a member of a club that would have him as a member. I sort of feel the same way about a about a party. I don't want to go to a party. You know, I don't. I don't. I got. I got enough money to buy myself some food and a drink. So I don't. I don't blame her for not I- inviting them. I mean, you know, they're just going to show up and ruin the party. <laughs> Was it? There used to be a song by the Bus Boys. Uh, that that was the name. It was in the seventies. There goes the neighborhood. Uh, the whites are moving in. There goes the neighborhood. I guess that's the way. Uh, that's the way uh, Michelle Wu and the EOCs, the electeds of color, feel. Um, let's see here, Doctor Luke. You're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Doctor Luke. How you doing, Howie? Good. Doctor Luke here, a member of the melting pot of America. Um. <laughs> Uh, you know, I you you had the the uh, the question on who would shut down the internet, yes, uh, lame brain uh, Biden or President Trump. But I think a better question was who would want to live in Biden's economy? Who would want to live in a, an economy uh, sponsored by Biden or President Trump? Um, exactly. I you know. I know the economy was good under Reagan, but I was I was kind of young and I didn't have much money. I mean, I, not as much money as I have now, thank goodness, mainly due to Trump. I think I think Trump had as good an economy as Reagan did, maybe better. I completely agree. These people who are using identity politics, which are the Democrats, uh, are destroying the melting pot theory of America, and they're using identity politics to segregate everybody from everybody. I know. It's, it, we're balkanizing the country. And, uh, you know, we, we need to go back to meritocracy. The, the person who does the job best gets the job, whether it's, uh, you know, city council or university president or anything else or, or professional athlete. And uh, that's not what we're. That's not the way we're going. And uh, the, it's uh, it's really uh, it's really having terrible negative consequences on the country in, in every facet of society. Thanks for the call, Doctor Luke. Marty, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Marty. Hey, great interview with President Trump. Hey, Rudy got hammered for 150 million today. I How saw that. Ask Trump about that. I, I didn't, you know what? I didn't know it, but it's come on, it's it's a joke. It's I I didn't I I didn't hear about it until uh, un, until the interview was over, but yeah, he was uh, he was uh, he was ordered to pay a hundred and forty eight million dollars. What? Come on, I mean this uh, the, this trial in Georgia. The, this may be the even more ridiculous than the uh, the Jack Smith. Uh, uh, kangaroo court star chamber that's going on in uh, in, in D.C. And in, and in Florida. Thanks for the call. 844-500-4242. We will be right back. We will have Chump Line, Police Blotter, Facts Friday. Stay tuned. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Talk.